Welcome back to uh, another episode of Generally Assembled, your favorite Pennsylvania House Republican podcast. I'm Jason Gottesman, and that's right, he's back. Yeah. Things are returning to normal here. Yep. It's okay. The, the it's okay, <laughs> Pennsylvania. It's okay. Nature is healing itself. <laughs> uh, Representative Jesse Topper is back. And man, I got to tell you, I'm so glad we still have this receipt here from Burger King. Wow, um, he kept the receipt? The, okay. uh, the, the proof that the impossible Whopper yeah. happened. Someone asked me the other day, have you... Have you been back to Burger King since? And the answer is yes, because a couple things at Burger King that, that I like. I really like their, their iced coffee and their hash browns, you know, very good. Aren't they hash rounds? The, the hash rounds, yeah. They're, uh, they're yeah, really yeah. good. They're perfect to, to dip in a little ranch. And um, so, anyway, so yes, I have been back to Burger King. Did and you then, eat of course, the, the, Whopper? the next question is have you ordered a possible Whopper? And, and the answer is no. I, I had one. I did, I did it because, of course, I lost at, at a sporting event and uh, had to take my medicine. But there are so many other good choices at, at Burger King. Also, also announcing to the world, though, that a buddy of mine, you know, we were talking over the, over the last weekend, and we all have joked about the stature of, you know, those of us. But, it, look, it is, there does come a point when it's like, look, i got to start taking better care of myself again. And, and he has me on a new workout and food regimen. Okay, how's that going? What's, uh, that, what's that about? So it, it's good. It's good. It's, it's it's you know, I mean, it just was over the weekend, so <laughs> yeah. you know, we're kind of diving in new here. Uh, but, you know, backing off the sugar and, and backing off certain things. And, and his, his opening line to me and what he wrote out for me to follow each day was, if a caveman wouldn't need it, you probably shouldn't go in your oh, body. Oh, the caveman diet. I've heard about this. Um, so what, what his point is is that if it's not natural, you know, then – then it's not something that you you should it's something you should limit yourself he's like i'm not telling you to stop it completely but limit it so uh the burger king coffees for instance he yeah. said limit yourself to to two a week like let's start there instead of every morning getting a coffee from one of your favorite yeah, cavemen only had them once a week yeah hey, listen we're <laughs> we're easing into it so i say all that to say my trips to burger king might be a little less frequent as I work towards getting in what I call basketball officiating shape, since I am going to try and have to run down the court in the stripes here before too long. Well, as they say, have it your way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so listen, and, and all of our listeners can hold us, you know, hold me accountable. Like, like you know, put in the uh, the their, their chats when you can do the podcast, or like, and they put uh, well, comments in. You know, you well, put look, comments what, what, in. Well, I'm, I'm sure on some platforms, but we still have the email address generally yeah. assembled at pahousegop.com. Okay. So send, send email, say, hey, how's Jesse? How's it going in a couple weeks, and yeah. see how see how it's going. It kind of sounds like the first time I tried to quit smoking. It went well for the first five days, and I kept it to two a week. <laughs> and, and how's it going now? Uh, well, you know, it's really easy to quit smoking when you have a bag of chemotherapy over your head. Okay, so well, so I've been smoking, I've been smoke free for about thirteen. years. My point years. is, it worked eventually. <laughs> yeah, it eventually works. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe, maybe you know, I'm not going to try and not wait until I get a pacemaker before I think, you know, maybe, maybe I'll lay off that extra ice cream. Oh, but so yeah, you're going we'll, to go the anti John Fetterman plan? Whew, <laughs> I tell you what, but but speaking of accountability, um, you know what happened to me yesterday? What happened? I walked into caucus and. Representative Coffer, I'm not naming names, Representative Coffer looked at me and said, you know, that bow tie makes you look fat. Yeah. And I said, sir, it's not the bow tie that makes me look fat, it's my belly. <laughs> <laughs> but we but, should talk about the fact that you, you had bow tie week this week, uh, and I thought all of your selections have been, you know, I've been impressed. I've been impressed. You know what's the old what's the the men's warehouse saying? You're gonna you're gonna like the way you you're look. You're gonna like the way you look. Uh, I, you should like the way you look. I haven't liked the way I looked in 35 years. Yeah, but it's not the clothes like you say though. It's not the clothes fault. Like no, the that's clothes true. you've selected have been look, very, very good. Well I, I, put together. I want everybody to know. <clears throat> I know how I look. I know I have a belly. I know I got a thick neck, which people like to make fun of a lot on Twitter. 
I'm, I'm fine with that. You yeah. know, I've, I've spent a lot of time in my life struggling with my weight. And I, find, I found out that I'm in this zone now where no matter how much I eat or how much I try to not eat, I, I always end up being around. I mean, I've lost a lot of weight and I've gained a lot of weight in my right. life. Um, Fluctuates. But, but right now, I'm sort of at, I've been, I have literally, I went back and looked at my health records uh, that you can find online. I have literally been within a pound and a half of where I am now for the last two and a half years. You know, this is it. This is who I am. I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know, tro- trolls make fun of me. That's fine. My wife makes fun of me. That's fine. Aaron Coffer makes fun of me. I've cr- it's crossed the line. Right. Uh, but, um, <laughs> well, but, especially since I, the reason I know that story is because I was originally blamed by someone for the guy. Hey, we heard Topper. You said it was Coffer, yeah. not Topper. And he's said, he has apologized to me multiple times. No yeah, hard yeah. feelings. Uh, but the bow tie thing. Uh, has been uh, a really, uh, it's part of my disruption politics that I've been playing. Paul Schemmel doesn't have a monopoly on Republican bow ties no, in this building. No, but, but uh, Paul has, I mean, he would be the godfather. Yes. Right? I mean, he brought it, he made it cool again. Well, he I hasn't seen me today. Uh, and he told me yesterday, he said, if I wear a bow tie three days in a row, I can't go back. So here it's been Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, we'll I knew see. this morning, he's the one who gets to, indoc- to indoctrinate you into the club. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but even even Jeremy Keel, was one of the staff from the Speaker's well, office, also wore a bow tie earlier and, in the week. And look, I'm trying to start Bow Tie Monday. You know, okay. there's there's the uh, Seersucker Caucus. Yeah. Uh, let's try Bow Tie Monday Caucus. You know why not? Uh, I do have a couple bow ties at, at home. Um, although I, I I am one that that has never felt like I really rock them particularly well. You know, and uh, you maybe do, and you maybe do well in a maybe bow tie. those who look at me and say, "Well, Jesse, you don't really rock anything particularly well." Well, actually, um, one of the reasons that I started to wear a bow tie is because it drew attention to my neck up, which draws attention away from my belly, which is why okay. I was afraid that uh, I'd cough. Listen, it. if you feel good in it, you wear it. That's my motto. Well, I'm not going to feel good in anything, but I like the bow tie, yeah. uh, I think, a little bit. So I, I, I don't have many of them. I'm just growing my collection. We've given good fashion advice on this podcast before. Yeah, and none of these bow ties were made by Hager. No, um, no. Okay. Uh, all of my bow ties so far are from OTAA, which is an Australian company. Oh, and uh, so it takes we quite like a bit Australia. to get Australia. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, down under. Yeah, some, um, some great actors from Australia. Yeah, uh, and it also, always amazes me whenever you watch a movie, and you think the actor or actress is from America, and yeah. then they do an interview afterwards, and you're like, "Wow, they yeah. nailed that yeah. accent!" Because yeah. I didn't hear that at all. Um, all right, well, let's talk about some stuff going on here. Yeah, how about that Philly DA? Well, look, we we saw this this progressing. I mean, I, I want to compliment the work that has been done by all of my colleagues who have really dug into this issue. Um, and and we, I think we get asked, all of us have probably been asked, like, wait, what's 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 this stuff in Philadelphia? No, that's not your part of the state. As Pennsylvania really go, goes, Philly has a big part of it. I mean, we can't ignore the commerce and, and what comes out of Philadelphia and the port system and when that city is truly, I'm going to call it disabled by crime, and that's what we're seeing, it's paralyzed by crime, why? We, we have to look into it. When you have a DA that's constantly saying, I am not going to prosecute the laws passed by the General Assembly, then it draws the General Assembly's attention. That's how it started. Now we're to this point. Again, I credit my colleagues uh, for doing a lot of work in, in this field. And we're going to keep progressing. But at the end of the day, people, we cannot ignore what is going on in the city of Philadelphia. It, 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 it affects all of us. Well, and, and something that I want to talk about, because um, we've, we've made a lot of, of, of points here publicly, but 
you know, Representative Ecker, who, who has been on this issue for a while, made a good point the other day, and it's one that I hadn't thought of, which is a lot of people come at him and all the members and go, well, you're, no, you're not from Philadelphia. You don't represent people that live in Philadelphia. And he said, well, actually, that's not true. I have a lot of constituents who go to college in Philadelphia. They're there right now. I have people who go to Philadelphia for work. Uh, they're there every day. Their lives, when they go into that city, are my concern. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you represent people in Bedford County that go to Temple or Absolutely. Drexel. And um, we're, but the problem is we're going to represent less and less people that go into the city because they don't want to go. We're going to re- represent less and less people that send their kids to Temple because they're not going to send their kids, no matter how great the campus is, when you walk a block off campus and feel like your life is in danger, they're not going to do that. Right. So it is if we want to keep any of what we have coming you know, into Philadelphia, then we have to get a hold of this. And, and from what I understand, Understand and look. Every vote we've put up on the House floor, when it relates to Larry Krasner, has been bipartisan. There have been members from Philadelphia who have said, "Yes, something has to change." And and this is not just a fact of oh, we don't like this particular DA. We're talking about somebody who is not following the law, and and that's what we have to look at. Uh, lots of stuff moves this last week of session. Um, you know, substantive week of session at least. Um, you know, we have some session days in November, but this is really the big wrap-up and the big push to sure. try to get as much stuff done as possible. And the stuff we do usually after the election is sometimes not at all, but Housekeeping. usually pretty yeah. minimal stuff that everybody agrees Inside to or things that baseball, we agree right. we need to do, right? right. Um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of things on the agenda. Prior authorization bill. Mm-hmm. Um, economic development package. Uh, what's you you know the, you've been here several sessions. What's this kind of like for you as a lawmaker trying to get a grasp on not only the big things but the little things? Well, for for those of us who vote on these bills, it's a little bit of a, a scary time. And when I say that, it's not because it's around Halloween. I mean, it's we, we, we you have to look at everything very closely because you're getting so much information coming at one time. Everybody in the House and the Senate, Republican, Democrat, and the governor, this is their chance to get what their priority was through. Well, not everyone's priority is good for Pennsylvania the way I see it. So as a law, as an individual lawmaker, you know, we're trying to read through things coming at us sometimes really quickly and making sure uh, that everything in there is what we truly want to become law in Pennsylvania. If not, then we have to stop. And look, all of the all the things you threw out there, not everything's going to get done. And that's we, we have to be the triage for the people of Pennsylvania to say, yes, this is something coming through that absolutely we need to do. Eh, I know this might be, you know, Representative X's or Senator Y's priority, but it's not ready for prime time. This this issue still needs vetting, still needs work, and that needs to get put off till next session. We're the ones kind of sifting through that right now and deciding what needs to get done now, what should be done now, and what needs some more work. And, and that takes look, that takes a lot of uh, a lot of time. And that's why you see these these days and nights going a little longer because we're making we're trying to make sure that with every vote. We're doing something that actually opens up opportunity in Pennsylvania, doesn't add another regulation. You know, and on the flip side of that, uh, given our limited session schedule, there's some bills that people agree to and, and think are good that just can't get done. Sure. They were introduced too late, uh, or the mechanics behind them require additional time. And, and sometimes the members know that, but they understand that this gets a head start for next session. Right. You know, look, we're going to have a lot of new members. It's going to be a new General Assembly. We're going to have a new governor. 
But we're also going to have a lot of returning members who are going to say, well, we, we got a good start on this. We got some of the information. Maybe we had a hearing on the bill at the end of the last year. And you start to engage the public as to, is this a good idea? Is it not a good idea? What kind of a support is it getting? So sometimes it's actually good to run even legislation that doesn't make it to the goal line, get it to a certain part in the process, and find out where we are. All right. Well, I know uh, that as part of that gatekeeper function, we discussed those bills in caucus. Uh, that's yeah. about to begin here. So maybe we're, we should. Uh, yeah. And I think, but I, look, I haven't gotten the opportunity to give a shout out uh, yes. to our, right. our, our former member of the team, Neil Lesher. Uh, Neil, who has a picture with my mom, you know, because she was so excited to meet him. Hold on, let me and, play the um, tiny violin. Yeah, Neil's gone. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, not everybody at the Capitol is sad about that, <laughs> um, but I I am, and and you are, and yes. we, we miss Neil. Now, to be clear, he's not gone forever, like he hasn't passed away. I Sometimes I think... He might be dead to some of us. That, right, so, well, it's, you, know, you hear all these going away speeches, and everybody's like, oh my gosh. Like this, Look, but, but Neil, we love you. Um, as a member of the Appropriations Committee and as the vice chair of this past session, as, as he did communications... Uh, truly, truly an outstanding public servant. We wish him well. I wish him well in his in his new uh, career. But I just wanted to, to say a, a shout out to Neil. Um, we miss you, my friend. And uh, hopefully we'll get to work together in another capacity. But in the meantime, Jason, I'm back. And you no longer have to riff for 15 minutes about sci-fi movies because now we can actually talk substance. And I appreciate it. I think this is a good one. Uh, this is a good one, guys. <laughs> well, no, I'm, gl I'm glad you're back. I mean, it was shocking uh, when Neil left and, and we didn't quite know how to proceed. I still think we're moving through that uh, <laughs> He's process. He's so loving this right now. Uh, <laughs> this thing is like, wow. Well, but I, you know, I gave a lengthy farewell in our first one back, but I, I got to say, the thought of doing the podcast without Neil uh, was tough at yeah. first. I mean, we did have to take a couple weeks off while, I mean, literally, we, we did kind of think about what's the future of this podcast and how are we going to move forward. Uh, I think we got a good plan in place. I'm glad you're back. The state of this podcast is strong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sell it. Sell yeah. it, baby. Sell um, it. Yeah, we, right. Listen, with the one thing we couldn't have, we can't have it collapse because then Neil will feel really guilty. I don't think you'll feel so I know. <laughs> you just say, all right, guys, I knew you could do it without, without me. me. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, that's uh, the podcast for this week. You can find us up where all of your favorite House Republican podcasts are found, www.pahousegop.com slash mypodcast on Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, and, uh, you know, hey, check us out wherever you can. All right. Well, for Representative Topper, I'm Jason Gottesman. This has been Generally Assembled. We'll see you all very soon.